The Lord be with you. And with your A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of earth. But the sun rose, and they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and then thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Please be seated. So, do you have ears? Yes? Good. Well, this is for you, okay? (laughs) Directly. You have ears? This is for you. Um, Can I ask you, I don't do this often, but every now and then it's worth doing it. Why are we here? Why are we here? And you might say, we were made to be here. Yeah, sure, fine. Your parents made you to exist. It's, the question still rests with you. Why are you here? Cool. Cool. Good. Praise the Lord. Thank you for, raising, for keep putting, setting us off. Anyone else? And feel free to, to say the wrong thing. Like, we all have our reason for being here. Praise the Lord. Be children of God to change the world. I mean, we could, we could keep digging, but, but that's probably enough for now. That prayer that we had was about the church, I don't know if you heard it, being a leaven and a soul in society. You know what leaven is, right? You know how bread is made? How's bread made? First you get the wheat, then you grind it up and make flour, then you make a dough. And if you want it to rise, you put some leaven in it. And, and Jesus says, the little bit of leaven is enough to make the whole thing swell up. Think of a thick crust pizza rather than a thin crust pizza, yeah? Um, so the prayer is saying, be a leaven and make the whole world kind of inflate, you know? Have a soul. That's a big mission. How do you do it? How do you do that? Do you know how to do that? How would you do it? How should the church do it? Maybe we'll take the pressure off you for a second. Let's say the church is something other than you, which it isn't. (laughs) But let's say the church is some other person. What advice would you give the church? How should the church imbue the world with a soul? And by the way, I think you have this in you. I remember one time I was in Brisbane and I was um, speaking with a family. This is when I was a seminarian. I wasn't a priest yet. But I was speaking with a family and there was this little boy. And it wasn't that little. He would have been maybe 11 or 12. But... um, you could just tell he was bored out of his brain. He didn't want to be at church. And I was talking to his parents, and eventually I spoke to him. And coincidentally, his name is Peter, which, which is really ironic considering what happens next. But um, I said, Peter, uh, if you let's pretend you're the last Catholic on the planet, okay? And when you die, the church is dead. It's gone. And you don't want it to do that. What would you do? This is a 12-year-old. Peter, what would you do to sustain the church for another, at least another generation? And to my surprise, and keep in mind, we just read from the book of Acts, yeah? which is the early church at work. Um, Peter said, well, I guess I'd gather a community around myself and I guess we'd you know, gather regularly. 
and I guess we'd sort of write down our beliefs so that we're all on the same page. He basically described the book of Acts. That's what the early church did. They gathered for mass. They read the scriptures and they spoke about it. And at times they even debated about it. And they broke bread. And that doesn't mean they had a picnic. It means they partook in that sacred meal that Jesus instituted, where Jesus said, I will be with you always. You remember the story of on the road to um, Emmaus? And the disciples are talking and they don't recognize Jesus the whole way, but when they go and have a meal with him and he breaks the bread and it says they recognized him in the breaking of the bread. And not only that, when the bread broke, Jesus vanished because he's present to them in a far more intimate way than we're present to each other even. Like think how close the person sitting next to you is. Jesus is closer than that. St. Augustine says, Lord, you are closer to me than I am to myself. That's pretty close. That's, that's like unimaginably close. Um, that's where Jesus is. See, the cool thing about the mission is Jesus asks us to go and do this very intense work in the world. But he doesn't say, hey, you go over there and do that thing that's really hard and no one showed you how to do it. He says, you participate in what I've already done, what I'm already doing. The fact is, Jesus is a leaven in you. Jesus' spirit is already inflating you, or it's meant to be. And if it's not, then take it to prayer. Why is it not working? You know, it should be working. <laughs> um, there's a whole lot of reasons why, why it doesn't work. It's partly to do with our sinfulness, the fact that we're creatures of need, but we don't want to admit that we are. We think, no, I can do this on my own. I'm strong enough, I'm smart enough. I don't know. But, but we're, in a, we're in a sacred time right now as we gather as church. That is who you are in this place. We gather as church. To, to breathe in again the spirit, to, to partake again of that meal, so that we can experience Jesus being so close to us that we're never alone, that we're never lacking wisdom or strength or peace. Does that make sense? Take a minute now to just meditate on, on what we've heard, Jesus scattering the seed everywhere, even where he knows it's not going to grow. What farmer would scatter seed on that, that path right there? Who would do that? Only someone who has an infinite amount of grace to give. You know? um, well, he's scattering it now. So let it, let it grow in you. Become the, the rich soil that actually germinates that seed that, that Christ gives, which is his word, which is his presence among us, eh?